0: The following program is rated TV mature. Viewer discretion is advised. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Hafiz. Chris to start the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back, Roommates Uncut. Let's another go. episode, another edition. I don't know if people are gonna like this episode. uh Oh, I gotta tell you something about last week's episode. Talk to me. Our video got demonetized.
1: Oh, son of a gun! I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Because of uh, what we talked about? Did they give it a reason? Because of, and what blows my mind... It better not be hate speech. ...is that it was demonetized by a manual um, checker. So it wasn't even like a robot did it. It was a person watched it and like, not, like not demonetized, but made it like limited. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. They said the, the, the video wasn't suitable for all advertisers. Huh. And literally the video was just about health, wellness... And taking, excuse me, taking care of your body.
1: <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me, man. Yeah. I, I, people take things so personally and just want to just spew it.
0: Anything that go against their grain. Exactly.
1: Limited <laughs> money. That's crazy, yeah, man.
0: Yeah, and and I was I was watching I was I was watching um, a podcast with Joe Rogan and Patrick Bed david Shout out to the, both those men. Oh, man, I know you're going crazy. (laughs) I really was. but And I was watching it, and Joe made a point. He was like, the way they censor you is that they will demonetize your videos. Mm -hmm. Because by demonetizing your videos, in the back of your mind, you're thinking like, oh, if I keep on talking about this, I'm going to keep losing money. So why would I keep doing something if I know it's losing me money from a business standpoint? It's just not smart. Yeah. So that's kind of how to keep you in check. Basically. Because I was thinking about the video and I was just like, we literally talked about obesity in men and in women. We literally used data. You know, there's jokes, obviously. It's uncut. (laughs) We used data from the the U.S. government. Yeah. And we we talked about the importance of health. And literally because we were going against, like you said, the narrative of, you know, health at all sizes, Yeah, they want to punish us.
1: Yeah, man. I think that uh, I can't remember exactly which Dave Chappelle skit, where well, he talks about that the world is just angry and nobody can. Uh, Age it, of spin. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. everybody just want to be mad at every single thing. Yeah. You know, like you said, if, if they take any kind of offense to it or you pass – unintentional judgment you yeah. know they're going to reach out and try to demonetize you yeah just because they don't want to you know hear the truth basically yeah you know and and that's the sad part man. we live in this world where you can talk about health and people should get in shape and, and lose weight you know you can get literally demonetized for that yes nowadays just because you're telling people what they should do
0: yes that's simple for their lives to extend
1: and to be better exactly how you I, I i think i made i think the last video i just posted was like how you going to have a purpose and then you know be so much out of shape that you can't even fulfill it
0: mm, yeah
1: you can't even like you in 10 15 you you may not even be here yeah you know just think about that you know and and people don't really understand that and just Having that, saying that message out there, and then to get unintentionally punished by it, yeah,
0: it's sad, man. And that's why I tell all the guys who rock with us, yo, you got to support us on Patreon. It, stuff is important. Yeah. Because what they'll continue to do is they'll continue to push the line yeah. further and further and further. They'll say, okay, well, you can't talk about this. You can't talk about that. You can't talk about that. And so the the beauty of Patreon is that we can still put out the videos. We can still let the masses see it. But then the A1s and people support us can continue to sponsor the show yeah. so that we don't have to worry about making money from YouTube. Because a lot of creators who are just making money off of YouTube, and their brains are like, I, I can't do this.
1: Man, I, I see a lot of creators making videos like, I'm taking a break. Or I can't do this, or you know, things are. I, I need some time alone. Yeah, you know, it's a lot. It's very weird right now for for creators. I haven't seen any video just went viral, go crazy. Yeah. I haven't seen no new exciting news. Maybe my feed is wrong, <laughs> but I haven't seen like man, I haven't seen just the consistent like you know, I guess content that we
0: were used to be able to see. Right now, it's just kind of bland and dull out there. Yeah. Now that's real. That's a, that's a really great point, and definitely we can talk about it moving forward. So let's go ahead and make some people a little bit frustrated. Just the select few people who ignore the warning signs. <laughs> Two thousand and ten, decent year for me. Yeah. <laughs> Two thousand ten, I received a twenty-seven disc. Was it a CD? cd series this is a a back in the day 27 CD series. i was there i I barely made the cut so it was a 27 disc um cd series and it was titled the quest for authentic manhood oh man and i remember going through this course and it was it was it was was, to me one of the best manhood courses it was the first one ever went through but it was the best breakdown of manhood Ever? How old were you in 2010? I was 20 years old. What stage of life you were in? It's just real quick. Uh, I just became a Christian at 19, and I was big into what I was doing now. I was I was in college? I think that was the year I. No, I was still playing football at that time. So I was still playing football at that time, and I was. Um, no, no, no. I retired from football at this point in my career. Okay. I retired from playing football, and I was just I was consumed with just helping young men on the college campus. That's what I thought my life was gonna be.
1: Oh man, that boy sound like a true CEO yeah. person. <laughs> but I,
0: and I wasn't part of CEO, just, oh, just, just, just me, just me. I oh man, I that's a, even, yeah that's, yeah. yeah, that's glorifying God, I tell yeah, you yeah, Yeah, so to me, it was just, it just I believed in it. I was, yeah. I was really excited about it. So, remember going through the series, I was like, bro, it's, it's gold, true story. But it was long. Mm. It was 27 hours. That's a lot. So each, each CD was a different session. And I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't finish it. Mm. Truth be told. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one of the reasons why in my, in my own manhood course, I made it short. Yeah. Because I was like, bro, I just know if you make this stuff this long, most people are the people who really need it. They're just not going to be able to watch all this. Yeah. I love Jordan Peterson's book, 12 Rules for Life. That's a long ass book. Yeah, it is. It's and, a, a thick em. And, and, and I'm not going to lie to you. It changed so many lives. He sold 5 million copies the past two or three years. He could have sold 10 million if you would have cut it in half, if you ask me. This is my opinion. You got a lot to say. (laughs) (laughs) So in the book, there was a chapter that really stood out to me. And this is a chapter about a topic that too many, that not enough people talk about. Real quick, sorry to cut you Go off.
1: Which, which book are you talking about? I'm I sorry. I don't
0: want them to get confused. Thank you so much. In the series. Gotcha. In the okay. series. Okay. I'm thinking book because I recently purchased the workbook. Lovely. So I'm confusing the two. In the manhood series, there was a topic the guy talked about in the series. It blew my mind. It was so powerful. And I never forgot it up, up until today. And I'm telling you, bro. I get so many messages from guys who are dealing with this topic. And we'll even get into this. So many women Woo! also deal with this topic. Mm. And the topic is called the, I want to get this 100% correct. The overly bonded with mother wound.
1: Oh, no. Attached overly bonded to- with mother wound. The titty. <laughs> oh
0: <To her. laughs> no, man! So we shortened it to talk about the mother wound, and a lot of people have it. A lot of men have this mother wound, mm. and man, oh man, this is something that I think this is going to be a great conversation. A lot of women are not going to like it mm. because they know they've done this to somebody. Who? But a lot of women will like it because they know this has happened to them. And a lot of guys, it's going to resonate with them. So what comes to your mind when you hear the word mother wound?
1: Yeah, I just think um, you're, you're a baby. You can't really look after yourself. You know, mom does everything. You know when she eats you eat you know when she she basically just take care of you because you know you can't take care of yourself you're in the womb you know
0: what i mean yeah i, I know i didn't say mother womb oh wound. i thought you meant womb like like nah. nine months pregnant no, i meant like i said the mother wound the wound oh wound yeah. like, like wounded yes <laughs> Oh, okay
1: yeah mother mo- mother wound yes huh yeah i don't know now no, now that's a very interesting question. Like what what my first thoughts when I hear mother wound? Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I feel like initially I'm trying to figure out how I can explain it, but it's just the mother, I guess, teaching or imprint or impact left on the kids, like it is a direct correlation or parallel to that, I guess that guy, especially we talk about men action. Mm-hmm. So like his, you know, manhood and maturity, you know, his uh risk taking level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's kinda like he he kinda like to me, I can picture him just being on a leash. Mm. It's like um, he's walking around in the world, but he's gonna continue to turn his head to make sure his mother's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he's not gonna go too far from the leash because it's, it's too dangerous. Yeah, you know it's, it's it's scary out there. You know, my mom, you know, is somebody I can always come back to. No. that's what I kind of picture. No, that was I was it
0: was good. I'm just curious your thoughts. No right or wrong answer. So <laughs> basically, when I was when I was investigating about this topic and definitely watching the, the series you got to think about it like this in the black community especially 70 percent of children are born to single mothers that's a lot that's a lot in all in, in in all communities I think right now I could be wrong which had my phone on me but I think in all communities it's above 50 percent I could be wrong but I know I know definitely Hispanic not an Asian not an Asian but I believe in Hispanic and potentially white is above 50 percent who so what's happening is that most people are raised just with women. Yeah. They're moms. And while there is a lot of good to talk about when it comes to what moms have done and what moms are doing and they're doing the best with the tools that they had. To me, there's also the bad that needs to be talked about mm. because in my personal opinion, what happens in society is that when an NBA player is doing well mm-hmm. and he's raised by a single mom, what do they say about his mom?
1: Yeah, they praise her. She's they strong, strong. She's amazing. She, she raised him right. Yeah.
0: So when a, 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 a man is born to a single mom and raised well by a single mother, it's said she raised him right. Mm-hmm. My question is what happens when a man – is born to a single mother and he becomes abusive, when he becomes violent, when he becomes a criminal, when he, when he does bad things. Yeah. So if she's, if the mother gets the praises when her son does good, does she get the criticism when her son does bad?
1: You know the answer to that. <laughs> you already know the answer to that. Question. It's a hell no. Nah.
0: So the interesting part about the mother wound is that I know easily the, the, the defense for a lot of women is this wouldn't be a problem if men are were there. Yeah, And the reality of it is this, this happens in single-mother homes as well as two-parent households and obviously will happen more in single-parent households. Yeah, And so I don't want to get too much into the debate. It, well, it's because the men are like, whose fault is it? Because the men aren't there. I'm, I'm just simply talking about the mother and the effect that she's having on her children. Mm. So the idea is this. The idea is that every single man needs to have, okay, not just man. It's it's each person, but let's, talk, let's focus it on man. We'll get to women later on. Every man is born connected to his mother via the umbilical cord, right? So the umbilical cord is, is basically the tube that feeds you. Yeah. Without the umbilical cord, you cannot survive mm-hmm. if you are a baby in the womb. There you go. When a child is born, Chris, what do they do to the umbilical cord?
1: They cut it, and then some people, they get kind of crazy with it. They mix it in a blender. Okay, now that's not They're not going to go there.
0: <laughs> so they cut the umbilical cord, and so now what must a child do for food? He must eat on his own. He must eat on his own. Yes. So the, the cutting of the umbilical cord is symbolic to... Now, now the child and the mother, which were one, now the child is his own person. Yes. So in the book, he talks about that there is a physical cutting that needs to happen, Ooh. as well as an emotional cutting of the umbilical cord, or better w- word, he talked about was a spiritual cutting of an umbilical cord. Yeah. Dang. So he says every man he must cut it himself. Ooh. Okay. The doctor cuts the physical umbilical cord for you. You must cut the spiritual umbilical cord yourself, man. And what he says is the overly bonded with mother wound. A lot of those guys have not cut the umbilical cord. And they still on the leash. They still on the leash like Chris said earlier. Gotcha. So the same way babies can't eat on their own. These men cannot exist without their moms. I tell the story all the time, I had a friend in college whose mom wanted him to graduate college so badly, she did all his homework, wrote all of his papers. He never wrote a single paper, did any homework his entire life in college. My lord. He wanted oh. to be an entertainer and his mom said, go to college, I beg of you, and and he said, I don't want to do it. She did all his work for him.
1: Do you know this guy personally? Yeah, one of my teammates. Oh, okay, I thought yeah. that's somebody I know. I'm about to oh, say. no, no, no 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 no, no, no,
0: no, 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 you don't know him. And so, men like that What happens is they go from mom to wife. Yeah. These are the kind of guys who cannot be without women. Yeah. They like, those are the guys who always have a girlfriend. Yeah. You never see them by themselves. They always have a woman with them, and they're a guy where the woman always runs the ship.
1: Yeah. 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 That makes perfect sense. And, And especially when I like the part where you talk about the guy. Has to cut the cord himself. Do you feel like you know. Like a moment or a time. Where you feel like you cut the, the
0: cord yourself. Listen when I came out the womb. Oh lord. <laughs> when I came out the womb. I literally. When I saw the lights. And I told the doctor came. I grabbed his wrist. I grabbed the freaking scissors. And I cut that mother myself man. I came out the womb. Cutting that cord. The f- <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man, yeah. no, but but Perfect. in all in all honesty, that th- that's not who I am. Mm. I'm the opposite. Okay, you know I have been known historically to be too much of an independent of mother. Yeah. <laughs> I can I, could bounce e- <laughs> you know I mean? can bounce for that. You yeah, know what yeah, yeah. I mean? Bounce for that. You know that's my problem. You yeah, know yeah, my yeah, problem yeah. is a little bit too many others Yeah other I street. got you. I got you. I got you. But <laughs> me personally, I, I've never. I've never. I've. I'm t- I'm t- I've had a problem with that my whole life. Um, women in authority. Yeah. I just. It's not yeah. my thing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Came a long way. It. I'm proud of. It. I'm, I'm. proud But do you remember a moment in your life when you had to cut the umbilical cord? I. I mean, I can't remember the actual moment, but I
1: do remember where I felt like I had a sense of freedom and a sense of, I guess, independence, and when I got my car. Okay. So that was, and that was probably 16 for me and really felt in my senior year yeah. where it was just like, I could just walk out the house. Yeah. They not ask me where I'm going, not yeah. ask me what time I'm coming back. But I earned that though. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I got my grades, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? I was, I was you know, um, I was behaved. I ain't yeah. in trouble with no law or anything like that. So I gave my parents any reason to, to really question me. But when I would say when I got my car and then when I got the senior year going on to college, Oh yeah, Shonda can't stop me. <laughs> she already knows. She, yeah, got, she yeah, can't yeah. say nothing to me now. Yeah, no, it's interesting.
0: <laughs> in the in the series, he he I'm, this is a a, a Christian series, and he, yeah. and he uses some biblical examples, and it's really it's really deep when he uses the Bible examples Ooh. to talk okay. about moments where G, where you literally saw Jesus have to cut the umbilical cord from Mary. Mm. So there was like a, there was like a a, a a a verse where Jesus was teaching. And it said that, like, his mothers and his brothers and sisters were outside. And, and Mary was basically like, yo, like, I want to talk to him. Mm. And a lot of people were interpreting it that as, like, he was getting into trouble. And she was trying to be like, yo, calm down, calm down. Got gotcha. you. Um, and, and so I don't want to do that one. That's, that's a big, that's, that one might be a little bit too different, but a simple one. People might know this story. Is when he was 12 years old in the beginning of Luke, when they went to, I think they went to Jerusalem or something for a census. And then they were on the way back home. And then Mary and Joseph realized that Jesus was missing.
1: Mm.
0: And they're like, where's Jesus at? And they you looked everywhere. They Jesus, couldn't though. find <laughs> <How you lose> <laughs> <Jesus>? <laughs> They couldn't find him. They went into the, the, then they found that he was in the temple. Mm. preaching at 12 years old Go ahead, Jesus. and then Mary comes and like a mom was like we were worried about you where, where were you at and Jesus was like do you not know I was in my father's house doing my father's work
1: <laughs>
0: you peasant woman yeah. <laughs> but it was kind of it was kind of like he was letting her know like I have a purpose yeah and he wasn't trying to be disrespectful, but he was like, yo, like, I got to do what I'm called to do. Yeah, I'm the son of man. <laughs> not the son of one man. <laughs> and so it was like, so there's moments as a man where you have to stand up for yourself yeah. and tell your mom, I am not a baby anymore. Because what happens is, like, your mother is born with autonomy over you. yeah, And you as a man have to free yourself from it or she must let you go from it. And so in the book, he I mean, sorry, in the, in, the, in the course, one of the things that he said was that a lot of the wound is influenced by needy or hurting mothers. Okay, yeah, okay, I got you. And I was reading a book called More Than Just Race, The Difficulties of Being Black and Poor in the Inner City. And they were asking women who were single moms, like, you know the statistics, you know the challenges. Why did you become a single mother why did you go through it with this process you know what a lot of them said what they said guess what why would you say was the one of the biggest reason they want to be moms
1: oh man god gave me this gift um i feel like i can do this i can love this baby um that's
0: probably the top two i got in my head so what, what a lot of those women said is that i've never had love in my life wow so i want something I want someone to love me. That makes
1: perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect
0: sense. I've never had love in my life, so I want someone to love me. Yeah. And you can see it. So think about it. If you're born and your job is, I want your job is to love me, that already puts you in a position where you have to be submissive to this individual. Yeah. Where you have to now service this individual. Yeah. So. You meet so many guys like that who, because of this overly bonded mother wound, that's their relationship to their mom. Their moms, literally, they know what to do. They know how to control them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You see that all the time, too, man. Mm-hmm. You see it all the time. And and especially, you man, Lord, I remember I was dating this one girl. This girl said she did not want to have any kids. Mm-hmm. I was... We're not gonna talk about, <laughs> it. <not> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. we fell out, yeah. and she ended up getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. And all I see is just her loving this baby yeah. TikToks, Instagram, you name it. She yeah. has done it, and she didn't want any kids. Yeah, but I remember asking her, "Why did you decide to keep the baby?" Was well, was just two months ago? Yeah, you said yeah, you yeah, didn't really, yeah. you didn't want any yeah. kids because she didn't have a mother. Yeah, she didn't ever experience it. She don't know how to be a mother. Yeah, she literally was like. God gave me this gift, and I feel like and and I feel like this son or this boy will love me unconditionally. Yes. And that is very similar to you know why these women get these animals Mm -hmm. and get these dogs because dogs will just love you. Mm -hmm. All you gotta do is walk and feed them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And they will love you unconditionally. And I haven't heard or seen from her regarding like relationship with the man ever since that baby came. Because I think her love bank, shout out to, mm-hmm. to his needs, her needs, yeah. is completely filled up by her son. Mm. And if that's how women are feeling, then yes, they can literally be overbearing to the point where son or daughter they are basically trying to go on trips with them. They trying to live live their life through them. They trying to continue the bar, especially if they don't have nobody mm-hmm. in their house. Oh yeah. man. I like I've day countless of girls that had a single mother and their mother was just in their yeah.
0: literally in their ear all
1: the time.
0: hundred percent. Um no, no, yeah, that's no. that's real. And and what's also interesting about that conversation is that when you think about it. As if when it comes to healing, think about it like how much damaged people who have not healed yeah. have these children. And raising these kids. And are raising these these kids, especially these boys. So you haven't healed yourself. You have all this anger, bitterness, resentment, loneliness, isolation. All, you have all this and then you have this kid. Yeah. And now you're using this kid as a mask yeah. to hide your pain and to actually deal with real life people. Yeah. That's why those individuals crumble under the weight of having to be that person's God. Ooh. But before we get into that, we got to go to Patreon and have this conversation. Guys, you've just watched a short sample of our brand new show, The Roommates Uncut. Guys, if you want to watch the full episode, head over to patreon.com slash roommates where you can get the full uncut episode to hear our uncensored and at times unsafe opinions. And on Patreon, you get so much more than just bonus episodes. You get bonus courses, bonus resources, and as well as access to like-minded men from all across the country so join patreon get on this episode get all these free resources at patreon.com slash roommates now let's go to patreon and watch the rest of the episode